few years ago when I first wrote the, the blog post, first wrote the essay, a lot of startups are, saw themselves as making apps. And when I talked about this idea of going to a no interface or a screenless world, people thought that was crazy. And I started pointing out to this trend that I think is continuing to grow more and more. And I've seen more and more of it in the, I'd say in the last year or two where startups are now understanding that their role is to be a service, not just another app. That common everyday smartphone user downloads about zero to one app each month. So it's not like just inserting an app in the world is what's gonna get you attention and have a successful business. What's gonna get you a successful business is solving someone's problems. And being a service-oriented company is a great way to go towards being directed all about customer needs. We are talking about a lot about artificial intelligence uh, these days. And uh, do you think we finally get one step closer to the vision of no UI with AI? You know, it's funny because there are some things you can do you can do today and totally eliminate screens, right? There's a lot of sort of low-hanging fruit in the no-interface world. Um, there's a lot of sort of simple sensors that exist on phones. Actually, you know, the first time, um, you know, Apple introduced the iPhone, they showed that it had an accelerometer in it. And when they went on stage and Steve Jobs rotated the phone, he said, this is why we have an accelerometer, to go from portrait to landscape. And what's really interesting about looking back at that in time is that that sensor can do so many incredible things, right? You can use an accelerometer to know how fast someone's moving, to know if they're in a car or they're walking or riding their bike, and you can use that intelligence to do lots of different things. The latest uh, Samsung phone, the S7, has about seven sensors baked into it that are all pretty good. Um, it can check the amount of pressure in the room, the light, the amount of light in the room. Um, some phones today check the amount of sound in the room, so you can react a lot by just what's in the phone today. Now, that's all really interesting, but having confidence in that information is where artificial intelligence really starts to step in to create these experiences for things that are hard to imagine today. And I absolutely think that artificial intelligence has a role in that. Now, one of the services I talked about in the talk is this startup called X.AI. And what X.AI is, is it's a very simple bot um, that you can CC on an email. So if you and I were trying to set up a meeting, I can CC X.AI. They have Amy as, as the artificial intelligence uh, name. And, um, and it'll then enter a conversation between you and me separately, try to figure out what times we're free. Um, so it's an admin, or it's a secretary, or it's, or it's a scheduler that's all handled through very simple AI. Now that's really, really simple to just find out what times we're, we're free. As we get to more complicated answers over time, we can do more and more interesting things. So today, there's a lot we can do to get rid of screens, but as we build artificial intelligence, it opens the door to do a lot more. Um, and so things that seem unfathomable today, things that you seem like we have to have 100 buttons and 20 drop-down menus, um, I think we can start to eliminate some of those things. Um, but we don't quite see a clear path yet. But we're building towards that, which I think is really exciting. I think your book was quite successful. So do you have any plans for a new book? Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> the book did very well. Um, I, uh, when I was writing uh, the book, I sort of fell into a deep, dark cave to, to write it. And, uh, and I think you know, my wife said to me, 
we're going to do this again, uh, you need to give me a little more lead time. So um, I hope to write again. Um, I think it went very well. Um, I think it's still resonating. I think it's one of those topics that you can still talk about you know, 10 years from now. And we're not going to solve all the things we need to get to a screenless world the next year. It's going to be a long period of time. And we're having sort of hybrid moments as, as we go. Um, I think, you know, I'm basically talking about the fully electric car and we're sort of starting to build hybrid cars. So we're not quite uh, at the moment yet when we're, we're living this, uh, this screenless world and this no interface world, but um, it's a very interesting and very different way of looking at how to build uh, products. And I think that is a conversation always worth having, um, whether it's just no UI approach or something else that we'll be talking about in the future. Which trends do you see emerging for, for 2017 and maybe beyond? Yeah, you know, I just, well, I, so I just mentioned this sort of like hybrid moment. And I think what, and part of what I'm thinking when I'm saying that is that we're going from a very um, user input uh, world. Uh, to use, uh, you know, Google as, an, uh, as Google analogies, you know, when we first had Google search, you had in mind something that you wanted to solve. Um, and then you tell the computer explicitly what that thing is. The computer gives you results. And then you use that information to then act. Um, so there's three things you're doing. You have, um, you need, you're telling the computer what problem, you're learning information, and then you're acting. So you're doing all those three things. We go from Google Search to Google Now, where Google Now is a suggestive kind of interface. I think this is sort of the hybrid moment where we say to you, we think we know. We're not sure, but we think we know. And these sort of suggestions um, are really interesting. You see some of this happening um, with like Inbox, which is an email program, where we think we might know what you want to respond with. Just three options, and you can click on one if you want to. We're not really confident yet. And cer certainly those are Google products, but there are lots of other products out in the world where they're, very where they're starting to become more and more suggestive. So this idea that we can suggest and save someone time is really interesting. So we've had the notion of smart defaults for a while, but we're getting better and better at it. And we're even finding ways to take an empty field, like something like email, where you have no idea what they might respond. And having somewhat accurate possibilities for suggestions is really, really interesting. So I think seeing more suggestive, where the AI is getting better, and the intelligence of the company is getting better and the confidence is getting better, but not totally, not quite there yet. We're just going to give you a couple options. And I think that's what we're kind of starting to build. And I, and I call that a hybrid moment because I think eventually we get to the point where they are really confident and they can just start knocking things out for you. So earlier I mentioned the three sort of steps. Um, you, tell, you, know, you have a problem, you tell the computer what the problem is, then you, you find a solution. In a, in a Google Now, the computer is saying to you, we think these are your problems right now. And then we think these are some solutions you can do. And then here's some information, you go act on it. Um, and then we can keep you know, chopping down that list. And when we enter this, hopefully, this no UI space, or at least some products and services I think can, um, then we kind of cross all three things out and the computer is, is taking care of those things for you. Um, so I think a trend that we're, that we're seeing more and more in 2017, something that's emerging, are these suggestive kinds of UIs. Um, which are really, really interesting because they're a step towards uh, what I hope is the future. Exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how did you like the next conference experience so far? It's great. I mean, this room that I just spoke in is unbelievable. It's my first time in Hamburg. It's an incredible city. 
Um, there's so much going on, so much history to, to everything that I'm seeing. It's, it's a really great thing to be here. It's an honor. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming to Hamburg. Yes, of course. <laughs> thank you for having me here.